This podcast is brought to you by Eisner Award-winning Legend Comics and Coffee in Omaha, Nebraska, and supporting listeners like you. Go to TwoHeadedNerd.com and click donate, or visit Patreon.com backslash TwoHeadedNerd to become a supporter today. Ha-cha! Yes? Ho, ho, ha, ha! Remember me, old son? Jolly Welcome to the Two-Headed Nerd Comic Book Podcast. First and only Facebook talk show. We call it THN Cover to Cover. It is Saturday, February 2nd, so we are talking news for this week. Here's how it works. Every Saturday from 1130 to 1230 Central Standard Time, Joey and I are talking all things comics, and we're doing it with you nerds, and we're doing it live. So call us at 402-819-4894. Click our Facebook Call Now button. If you want to get in the action mm-hmm. and watch us on Facebook, we do it live there on video. It's real dark in here today. Yeah, I don't know why. Normally, there's a lot of natural light coming in through that window. I don't know. Maybe my light's going out. No, it's because your blinds are closed so tight. I don't know how many times I got to say it. Is that better? Yes. Uh, we'll see. I don't know. Regardless, before we get started here, Joe Patrick, I need you to set them up with their questions. See, it's already better. Of the week. This week's question comes from James Kaplan. What is your favorite on-screen portrayal of a superhero character? Not necessarily what is the best performance. Rather, what performance most closely approximates what you think the character should be? Is there an actor or actress that really seems to embody a superhero or villain? And conversely, is there a character that no one seems to be able to get right? And I always drop these questions into the chat feed in our Facebook feed as well. So... You have your question. I'm opening the phone lines as we speak. The ringer is almost on. The ringer, she is on. There we go. The ringer is on. Let's hear from you. Let's talk comics. Let's talk nerd stuff. Let's talk all kinds of stuff. Ben Affleck, step down as Batman. Yeah, he's done. Who do you want to play Batman? Oscar Isaac. (sighs) I don't know, dude. I want to hear from you guys. Cast it. Your new- What's not to know? Your new Batman. I just don't know if I love it. I'm allowed to not necessarily love it. We don't always have to pick Oscar Isaac for everything. Racist. He's gorgeous. I love him. Thank you for calling THN. Cover to cover. Caller, are you farting? Uh, did you hear that? It sounded like a fart sound. It totally sounded, sounded like a fart sound right when we answered the phone. Fart, yeah, that's why I do it on board, waiting for a phone to answer. <laughs> <Just> squeeze <laughs> some out. <laughs> Hey, you guys are not supposed to nitpick me, man. That's my job. Bobby. Right. Bobby. Hey, you can't help it if you're gassy. What, what can you do? What do you want to nitpick today, Bob? Uh, you know, there's not too much. Like, I've been watching the new Discovery. Mm, so good. I am so oh happy with it. God, yeah. Pike is so good. Oh, my God. You know what? I had this, I had this epiphany last night watching the third episode. It's the same dude that played Black Bolt in the Inhumans. I was yep. stunned. Yep. What? Stunned. Yes. I was like, holy yep. shit. That's Black Bolt. His hair is, he dyed his hair different. Uh, and he's talking. He's charming as fuck. God, he's so You good. have got to be kidding me. No, that's the same Anson dude? Mount, it is the same dude. Okay, so that's just further evidence that Marvel's Inhumans they was just the did worst damn thing such ever. Such a bad job. <laughs> they took wonderful <laughs> actors and made them do dumb shit. Uh, yeah, I'm, a, I'm an episode behind, but man, Pike is just so much I better love than him. I thought. So he would great. Be. Last yeah. week's last week's episode with the uh, you've seen last week's episode, right? With the uh, the colony. Yep. Yep. Uh, that was the most Star Trekky thing that I've seen totally. on, on TV in totally. years. 
This week even yeah, more so. They finally got yeah. the tone right. Yeah, like, yeah last, they did. Like, Discover the first season was good, but it didn't feel exactly like Star Trek, but now it's... No, I'm with wow. you on that. They kind of had a lot of setting up to do, and they, but I think they've, they've yeah. gotten there, and I am loving it. This week they explained why the Klingons didn't have hair, and now they do have hair. Yeah. And I was like, awesome! Yeah. Yeah, and, like it, a, and they did it in like one sense, like, I see you're growing your hair again! Right. You know? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah we, we don't, don't want to spoil anything. That's about all it. I need. But they yeah. also explained in like... A handful of sentences why no one has heard of Spock's sister before now. Sure. It's just like, yep. Well, I hope that makes sense. They yeah, it totally made sense to me. They were like, they didn't Oh, no, it was yeah. more than that. It well, was yeah. more than that. There's there's more revealed in this episode. It was the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the Orville is like, I think the Orville is great this season, too. Oh, I haven't watched I any of it yet. Catching up with that. I've got it so, all, like They finally got saved. rid of like the dick and fart joke. Like Even Seth MacFarlane's like, yeah, we're toning it down. And that was my... I hated the first season because of all the stupid forced jokes. Okay, I liked the first season, but I agree... There were jokes he just didn't need to do. They're like, yeah, we're doing yeah. sort of like a Star Trek show. Yeah. But it's funny. <laughs> like, yeah, they yeah, were doing yeah. they were doing such a great, like, loving homage to yeah. Star Trek. And then they were like, we got to McFarlane this shit up a little bit. Right. And they <laughs> so didn't. they've gotten rid of that. It's yeah, so they didn't need to good. do that. I got to catch up. I haven't started watching. Yeah, I've got them all saved on my DVR, but I haven't started watching them yet. I'll make a point to do Oh, that. the new season's really good. Excellent. Fair enough. I'm glad to hear that. You're not nitpicking anything. Listen, you're like in a good mood. I don't even know this guy. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> you guys caught me off guard when I started farting. You weren't supposed to hear that. <laughs> I'm glad that you're owning it, though. You're like, yeah, no. Like, uh, <laughs> no, that was no. That wasn't me. No. <laughs> Uh, I guess I could do the question of the week real quick and then I'll be done. Let's do uh, it. What was it like comic book roles or whatever? Uh, your your favorite on-screen portrayal of a comic okay, book yeah. character. Yeah. It's J.K. Simmons as J. Jonah Jameson. Who oh, boy, that's a good answer. Yeah. yeah, he absolutely nailed it. Like he did they it, need to bring him back to, yeah, to yell yeah. at Tom he did it. He did it so well that like I would not care. Like My brain would explain away yeah. the fact that it's the same guy me at all. in a different yeah. universe. Yeah. I mean, did they do that with um, Alfred in the Batman movies? Like They used the same guy for so long. No. Like, who cares? Well, yeah, but, I well, mean, I mean, but it, it was, was all, the, all same the same series. Yeah, the so same they were series. still all connected. Yeah. It's not like... You know, like Jeremy Irons yeah, was there with Michael Keaton, and then yeah. he wasn't, and now he's back. Yeah, <laughs> like, and he's probably fired again with the new. Yeah, Batman right. Yeah, movie, no, so. yeah. Uh, oh yeah, he's gone. But yeah, J.K. Simmons. That's probably that's such a good answer. That's a great answer. And he, like, yeah. and I know it's not J.K. Simmons on the game, but someone doing a J.K. Sounds Simmons impersonation like yeah. of J.K. Simmons doing J. Jonah Jameson yes. is on the game, and it's in his Infowars. Wait, do you guys podcast? pick your favorite callers anymore? I don't. I think I've heard that in a while. We oh, stopped. Yeah. We, I'm probably we stopped doing call that. for the day with that. No, you're all special snowflakes now. Um, I th- yeah, Matt likes to think, Matt says we stopped because we don't want to play favorites. I say we stopped because by the time the show's over, we can't really remember everything we discussed. There's that too. Yeah. 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 That's, that's actually a really good idea. It's like our favorite Wait, caller was the one we just now. talked to. Uh, there we got it. We got okay, in some nitpicking. We got some nitpicking that's in. fair enough. Bobby, always <laughs> good to talk to you, brother. All right. <laughs> See you, Bobby. Have a good one. You too. All right. That is a really good one. J.K. Simmons yeah, and J. Jonah boy. Jameson. I mean, uh, like, I had my answer so quickly that I didn't even think about that, but that's yeah, so good. Yeah. John Luttrell writes in the chat. He says, I can't call at work. <laughs> but I think near the top of the list has to be Melissa Benoist as Supergirl. She is amazing. But, ooh, boy, this is hard. There's a lot of goodies out there. This reading is very strange. What are you doing? I was making John Luttrell noises. That's how he wrote it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you for calling THN Cover to Cover Caller. Who this? JD got a catch. JD. Hello. I think you were calling in and you got edged out by Bobby. Yeah, okay. that's all right. I'm, I'm watching you guys live. That's it happens. Fair. That's fair. What do you want to rap about today? Uh, well, uh, 
I kind of missed the boat on last week's question of the week, so I wanted to jump in and get in on some of the acts of vengeance, love, and discussion. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, you guys talking about it inspired me to go, you know, pull it up at the lake house, which makes me ask the question, Joe, why did you buy it from Comicsology when it's on the Marvel app? Yeah. Cause I, it was an impulse buy. It, it was, was so cheap. It was four. It you was, already have the other app. It was $4. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I didn't think about it. Joe sometimes, is one, Joe's one of those soft scold fans where yeah, they're like, true, oh, man. I bet we can make at least $100,000 if we mark this down to 50 Sometimes <laughs> I forget that I am subscribed to the Marvel Unlimited app. <laughs> but so, yeah, I actually went in and in the browse section, you can browse my comic event and Acts of Vengeance is right at the top. So I pulled them all up and I was looking at them. And uh, do you guys remember who the villain was that switched with the Uncanny X Men? It was the Mandarin. The Mandarin yeah, fought the X Men. Okay, because that's when what we got from that Ninja Psylocke. Yep, that's oh, right. Oh, that's right. Uh huh. That is absolutely right. Yeah, I forgot about that. Lady Mandarin. Yes, that's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was so insane that something that lasting and impactful for the X Men came from that event. Yeah, that's I true. Totally it was the Mandarin it. and the Hand turned her into. No, it was Spiral. Well, maybe the hand. Was yeah, there. the no. hand. The ninjas all put their hands on her and gave their lives, yeah. and they Matsuyo's like, Bleh, and they vanished, and she became yeah, Asian. <laughs> they like transferred her into Asian body. They can they yeah. they they transferred their Asianness to her. Yes. So she no, they had a body. Yeah. Right. And they had Betsy. Right. Yeah. And they like Quang. touched Betsy, and she like and crumbled up, and then they touched Ninja Psylocke and put Quang. her in there, and then they crumbled up. And then right. she was Lady Mandarin, and she could marry the Mandarin. For some reason, I thought yeah. Spiral was involved. Why did I think that? I don't think Spiral was involved. Uh, that's because Spiral gave uh, Betsy her eyes. Oh, her bionic eyes. Yeah, yeah, that's in right. Yep. Story, in the previous story arc. Betsy had seen some uh, shit at that <laughs> she time. She had. She lost her yeah. eyes. She yeah. turned Asian. It was like, like <laughs> oh, man, don't even get me started. <laughs> a, in, and it's only opinion, Tuesday. One of the, in my opinion, that was one of the best eras of the X-Men because that was right oh, at the sure. tail end of the Australia era. Yeah. They had just fought the Reavers. Wasn't this right after uh, Sabretooth showed up and like like disemboweled Betsy? And the Sabretooth showed no, up and Betsy I, was the only one at the X-Men. That was years later. Yeah. Was that years no, later? That was, yeah, that, that was Joe Maddie Rara. No, that was drew that. years before. That was years before because it was still British Betsy. Yeah. This was it not was Ninja still, Betsy. Yeah. Oh, well, it happened again then years later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he disemboweled Ninja oh, yeah. later. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. When she after she was a ninja, she got him back. But that was that was in the uh, that was in the blue and the blue and gold era. Yeah, that would have been a while ago. She was the only one in the X Mansion. Sabretooth showed up because he's like, I'm gonna kill some kids, and there were no kids yeah, there. They, and he's like, I'm just gonna right. have to kill you then, British Betsy. And but she, you know, he she is feeling better. Yeah. She's yeah <laughs> yeah yeah. She got it pretty bad. But then he's like, Nah, she's okay. Yeah. And for those keeping up, she's not Asian anymore. She's back to (coughs) British Bet. Yes, she has been uh, transferred back somehow. They un-Asianified her. She regained her original body in Astonishing X-Men in a story that I have not read. Yeah. So. I read it just to see it happen, and I went, eh, okay. (laughs) Yeah. Was that after... That had to have been after Age of X and Xavier doing the whole Phantom X thing, because that's where I. That's where we are in the lake house right now. Uh, I think it was at the tail end of that storyline. To be honest, so. I think yeah, that's right. Yeah, we're still we're mm-hmm. still getting caught up on that. Yeah, kind but, of a mess. Uh, for for this week's answer of the week, I got to go with Charlie Cox, Daredevil. Yeah, that's Good. fair. Charlie Cox has absolutely nailed that role, and it. If they don't bring him back to do Daredevil oh. again, that is such a damn shame. 
A waste. Yeah. Such a damn shame. I mean, really. Yeah. And I think you could say the same for Luke Cage as well. Right. And Jessica Jones, like all those characters. And the Punisher. Yeah. I mean, all With of the them. exception of Iron Fist, they were all perfectly cast. Yes. Yes. Iron yeah, Fist kid. I don't care the, if he ever kind works of the travesty of, That was kind of the travesty of the whole Netflix being a casualty of the, of the you know, corporate bullshit yeah. is that we will more than likely lose these actors it sucks. in these roles. This is when business and steps on our comics. And I hate that crap. I hate it. Because they're brands. Yep. Yeah. We talked about this brands. last week. They're brands, they're brands and IPs. Right, yeah. <laughs> it's too bad. Uh, not fun. It no, is what it is. It is. JD, thank you for your call. That's an excellent answer. All right. Well, I'll talk to you guys later. All right, Have brother. A great Have a good one. Yep. Bye. Phone lines are open. We want to talk to you. John Literal wants to know, when is JD ever going to catch them all? I know. Well, that's the thing. If he caught them all, he wouldn't know what to do. You know what I mean? You can never catch them all. Yeah. Mm. He doesn't want to. It's, it's the chase. But you gotta. Yeah, I mean, you you feel driven to. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's the chase, man. Yikes. You know, yikes. Yeah, that's why adults still play Pokemon. Which, whatever. Don't and be, I, don't act proud. <laughs> How many hours have you poured into The Witcher? That's different. Is it The Witcher? You kidding me? I get to have sex with dudes in The Witcher. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's very different. Thank you for calling THN Cover to Cover. Caller, what's going on here? Oh, it's baby noises. Okay. Caller, who this? Hey, what's, it's Brian Domingos. What's going on? Hello, I, Brian. I thought a baby was calling us. That would there be may, a f- baby. There's probably a baby walking around me right okay. now. Yeah, All right. Geez. I don't think it would be our yeah. first time. I thought a baby had the phone and was calling us. And I was like, this is an adult show. <laughs> Listen up, kid. We're going to start cussing oh, until I, you repeat I, it. <laughs> oh, there was a lot of cussing at the beginning. I don't, uh, Joe was pretty excited about something, but, uh, it's like, oh, well, she, she's two, so she doesn't really know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah um, she, she don't know a curse it, word from Shinola. No. It, it wasn't anything she, she hasn't heard from, from me, but um, it's cool. Um, so what's going on, guys? We are talking the question of the week, which is actors or actresses that absolutely nailed their part definitively as a superhero. No, that's not the question. <laughs> the question is, what is your favorite on-screen portrayal? Yeah. Not necessarily the best, oh, okay. but what, no, your what it, like, in your heart of hearts you think embodies the character the most. There was also, conversely, what is one Who character cut it? that they could never yeah. get right? The worst. Um, well, I was thinking, and then I, I all of a sudden I had like, I don't know how many there are, six or seven at the same time. Um, it's a real shame that we never got a second Losers movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Jeffrey Dean Morgan, like, man. Jeffrey Dean he Morgan. He didn't even have it... He, he didn't even have his manly man beard at the time. Like, I think if he'd had that, they would have had another $30 million at the box. <laughs> um, well, and he's comedian too. Let's talk about that in the Watchmen. Yeah, he is comedian. Yeah, he's awesome. Jesus. Yeah. Jeffrey he's Dean just, Morgan. He's just really good. Yeah. You need like an older. I really like Jeffrey Dean Morgan a lot. Yeah. Uh, he was the, he was uh, Supernatural's dad. Dad Winchester. Why yeah. can't I remember his name? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Just call him Supernatural's dad. Sam. Yeah. Dean. And dad, dad, dad Winchester. Yeah, dad Winchester. <laughs> <laughs> he was great in The Losers. Losers was not a good I love that movie. Yes, it was. Losers mm-hmm. is a fun movie. Mm-hmm. It yes. doesn't hold up. Go Chris back and Evans. Watch it. Yes. Go back and watch it. doesn't hold no, up. You go back and watch it. Yeah. You go, you go no, back and watch it. I mean, I think it's, it's hard because it's, it's just that first arc. I mean, and they did so many things that were like shot for shot. Yeah. Um, because you're, what are you going to do better than Jock? I'm like storytelling. Yeah, right, like, exactly. It, yeah. So, I mean, he did it so cinematically that it's like, you know, that whole scene, you know, with the computer and he's in the elevator and with Cougar and like, you know, the, he does the okay and, yeah. and through the window and it's like, it's perfect. And there's so many things where it's like, 
It's a ton of fun. There's a ton of action. Everyone's like good and like the appropriate amount of funny. Yeah. Like they're not like quippy to be jokey. It's like, these are mm-hmm. like sarcastic, like military, like soldiers. Like they, they are just, you know, it's like the, you know, the, the cops make a joke to the crime scene. Like this is the horror of their life. Right. And they just see, they see bad shit all the time. And you know, you got to make jokes. They're and the um, losers, baby. Yeah, it's great. It was and you know, as soon as I saw it, I was like, they're never going to make another one of these, which no. is a shame. But yeah, um, that was that time where they know, were like, green light everything. Yeah. Green light the losers. Green light red. Green light red too. <laughs> I can't believe red got two movies. Oh, man. Uh, Warren I mean, Ellis had a really yeah. good like post about that. He was like, did I like the movie? No, I thought it was terrible. Did my daughter get a pony? You bet your fucking ass she did. <laughs> I, I think she got a. I think she got a second pony. I think that's what it was. It's a like, second pony. pony. <laughs> Everyone a pony. A better pony. Uh, that movie, yeah. Losers, came out right around the time uh, of the A Team movie with Liam yeah. Neeson. Yeah, and it's like. That movie's great too. I love the Eighteen movie, and both of those movies yeah. tanked. <laughs> it's too bad. Yeah, I don't think it made a lot of. I think the Eighteen made more money than any of those. Well, probably, but, yeah. but like, they were just like fun action adaptations they're, of they're things that I loved. They're they're kind of the same thing, which is part, not great for like competition. Where it's like, sure. oh, we have two yeah. of these movies about disavowed soldiers that were left for dead that aren't dead. They want revenge. There was like, literally kind well, of the same thing. two and a half. One was spies, I guess red was spies, but yeah, the other two movies. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, you got a, you got a lot of that stuff and I got you. Hold on. So there's a, you know, I don't know, but I mean, think about it now. Like Chris Evans is only one of the biggest movie stars on the planet. Yeah, and that's true. Jeffrey D. Morgan is huge. And, and you could do in uh, Zoe Zeldana too. Like yeah. if mm-hmm. Idris Elba, like it, you couldn't make that movie for what they made it now because the actors are too big. No, absolutely. Oh no. yeah. Which shows so, how great the cast for sure. was definitely. Mm-hmm. Right. So that is my point. Um, so did you guys see the, um, the Sean Murphy question on Twitter about the weirdest interaction with a, uh, a pro at a convention? I did. No. Yes. What was it? He just asked what you, what is your weirdest <laughs> and, interaction and who, with a pro? Okay. At a convention. I assume there were some good answers. <laughs> Yes. He said like no, no names, but in it, but then people, you know, would sometimes name if it was like a complimentary story, but some of the stories are pretty hilarious and you know, people are think like these shut in ar- genius artists are total weirdos. And perfect, yeah. So, right. Um, <laughs> yeah. One guy was so, like, I was in line. I was in line for this guy that I was, I idolized and all he wanted to do was hit on my friend's girlfriend who was also in line <laughs> with us, but did not care about comics. It's like, and then he like turned to me, he turned to me and goes, what, did you want me to sign this or something? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, yes. That's no, I want you to have sex for. with my girlfriend. I brought her here so you can have sex with her. Come on. Thanks for bringing the eye, eye candy. Can I, uh, right. can I sketch something for you? Yeah. I met yeah. Steve so Rude at a con once and Steve Rude is one of my all time favorite artists. And I went up and I was just like, Mr. Rude, I cannot tell you how much I love Nexus, how much I love everything you do. I think you are so underrated and so important. And Steve Rude sort of leaned back and went, well, most of my fans are more intelligent than other fans out there. And I went, oh, fuck, Steve Root is a jackass. <laughs> oh my God. And then I listened to him talk about himself for almost a half an hour, and, I, and it just killed my soul. Oh, man. Like, oh. Uh, I, have, I have two very fun convention stories, one positive and one kind of shameful on my part. The, the positive one was... Um, I went with our former boss to a terrible comic book convention in Las Vegas. Uh, 
partly because our boss was a gambling addict, and partly because there was a <laughs> Diamond Comics retailer summit. And afterwards. partly because there was a porn convention right next door, wasn't there? No, no, no. Oh, there that was, was a different one. There was some big boxing uh, event happening that, oh, okay. that weekend. Uh, no, there was the Diamond Retailer Summit was after the Las Vegas Extrosion. Oh, yeah, that's right. The, ex- the Extrosion. Ugh. That's not a word. No. Um, it sounds like something that happens accidentally on the surgery table and you're dead. Right. Or it's a, it's a doctor. A, he's extroded. It's a ba- <laughs> it's a bathroom accident. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, no, I extroded. Um, they paid way too much money for the venue. It was at the Mandalay Bay Casino. Uh uh, or arena or whatever. Okay, get to the story. And uh, they spent way too much money on guests. Your interaction. And nobody showed up. So when I was just walking around the con floor because nobody was there, right? Uh, in a vast open space in the room f- covered with velvet ropes because they thought they were going to have to fend off thousands of screaming fans, <laughs> sat Brian Michael Bendis, who was probably at the height of his powers at Marvel at the right, time right. because he was about midway through his run on Ultimate Spider-Man. And I just walked straight past the ropes up to his table and I was like, hey man. <laughs> and I had a really great conversation with him for like 10, 15 minutes. I was like, all right, well, I got to get back to my table, I guess. He's, he did a, a little sketch in my sketchbook. It was fun. Nice. Uh, some years earlier at Planet Comic Con in... Kansas City. It's a very long story. No. Short version. Short version. Uh, I, w- I walked up and met Dwayne McDuffie before he died. Oh, yeah. Dwayne McDuffie. Uh, and I like Dwayne McDuffie a lot. You know, I like, da- I like damage control. I'm a, I was a fan. I don't yeah. remember what. Oh, at the time, Static Shock, the cartoon, was pretty popular. And yeah. so they brought back the comic for a brief time. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I got these Static Shock comics if you want to buy any. And I was like, I already got that one. Thanks. Because I didn't really have any money. <laughs> And I was trying to be polite. It's like, oh, that's all right. I already got that one. And it's like, oh, yeah, this one doesn't come out until Wednesday. (laughs) (laughs) So I lied to Dwayne McDuffie's face and he called me on it. (laughs) Well done, Joe Baxter. (laughs) And then he died. (laughs) And then he died. Yeah. True story. Yeah. Joe Patrick did not kill Dwayne McDuffie, just for clarification. R.I.P. We don't know that. Yeah, but we don't know that he weren't, you weren't part of it. He died of a broken heart. Brian Domingos, it is always wonderful Listen, to Listen, I'm to sorry <laughs> I talked through your entire call, Brian. It's not, I apologize. That's cool. I'm glad to know that he went out um, up one up on you. One no, up on you. Yeah, Dwayne McDuffie got one, one over on me. you can never get back. And he's only, you know, an icon. So yeah, it's true. I guess that's pretty good. Yeah. 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 Well, this is yeah, the internet's good. Joe Patrick, though. I mean, come on. That's I something. wasn't the internet's Joe Patrick at the, at the time, time. You were no. just Joe Patrick. Yeah, I was. No. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Brian, always good to talk to you, buddy. You have a good one, okay? You too, guys. Later. Kick that kid for us. I want to hear from somebody. Who is your Batman? We've got a new Batman coming. We've heard that Affleck is out. Batfleck is done. It's over. Which is not a surprise. Not at all. No. Thank you for calling THN cover to cover. Caller, who dis? Hey, it's Heather. Hey, hey Heather. Heather. What's happening? <laughs> we didn't even know you still Hi, liked guys. us. Jeez. <laughs> I see her watching in the, in, the, in the chat every once in a while. What do you want to rap about, Heather? Uh, well, I am about less than two months out from having a little baby boy. Oh my God. Oh boy. Jeez. You shouldn't even be making phone calls. You should be resting. (laughs) Well, my daughter is over watching Teen Titans go the movie. Okay. Oh, nice. Go to the movie. It was wonderful. So she's on the couch and I'm, I figure I could call in because we have a very important question for you, me and my husband. Oh, Oh, all right. Okay. We're ready. My daughter is named Kara after Supergirl. Okay. And now now we want to name our son some name 
from a DC comic is what my husband's insistent upon. It has to be DC. I'm okay with Marvel, anything. I okay, love so Marvel. no pressure, but you want us to name your child. I Well, <laughs> I need some good names because he's over here. He likes Bruce. I don't like Bruce. Bruce. Like, I mean, like Bruce it doesn't is, go well. Most mm. most DC male names are pretty old fashioned, like Barry. They really right. are. Heather, yeah. what's Clark. your last name? So we know we're not like putting it with anything weird. What's your last name? Well, that's what's tricky is Oliver. Because oh. I was like, oh, Green Arrow, but no, that Oliver, work, Oliver. We have Oliver. <laughs> yeah, Oliver, <laughs> Oliver. Uh, Roy. Roy's not bad, but I don't love Roy's, Roy's character kind of an old anymore. Yeah, yeah, Roy Oliver though. That does sound like Roy Oliver sounds like an actor or a stuntman. You know? Sure. Uh, you know what? Um, we were just talking about our former boss. He named his son Cal, which I don't think is bad. No, it's not bad. Yeah. Oh, Qatar. After right. Superman. Actually. What about Qatar? Everybody- oh, Carter. <laughs> Carter. Ooh, Carter Oliver. That sounds like Carter yeah. Oliver. Carter's a, Carter's a good one. Carter's a really My little good brother is going to name his baby either Carter or something else. Mm. Okay. Well, wait, when does his so baby show up? Because you can steal it. His baby is two weeks before mine. Mm. Brutal so okay. I can't steal unless he chooses not to use that name. Yeah, and we know yeah. it's a boy, right? We're not giving. A we girl know it's a boy. boy. Okay, which you can. Yeah, hundred percent is a boy. Name your kid whatever you want. I'm no judgment here. Okay, I I am kind of <laughs> leaning towards Oliver Oliver, but um, I know that's probably not realistic. Um, so Cal is a good one. Carter is a good one. Um, I mean, there's John Jones, but that's yeah, kind of plain. Again, yeah, like you know, I don't um, want to name like Tim. You know, yeah. meh. Uh, See, it's so hard. I think it's so hard to find a boy name that works because they they all kind of seem plain until you put the last name on it. Right, exactly. Oh, oh, oh. Jackson. Jackson Oliver. Listen to that name. That's beautiful. Jackson Oliver. Who's Jackson? Jackson Oliver. Jack. Jack Knight. His full name was Jackson. Okay, I'll give that to Jack Knight's full name was Jackson. I don't remember that, but okay. (laughs) Yeah. I don't remember anyone calling him Jackson. And I think his father did every once in a while. Jackson. Yeah, I think Cara and Jackson. I think Jackson's that works great. Jackson Oliver. Um, That's a great name. One of the ones, one of the ones that I like because it's a little different is Slade. Slade, but (laughs) (laughs) but he's he's gonna. But because of this dumb movie, yeah, all my husband does is go Slade all day. Also, Slade Oliver sounds like he's a porn star. Yeah, it doesn't work. It it doesn't work. And I'm like, this kills me because I like the, like a little edgier names. Okay. Than just the plain ones. Yeah. My husband just likes the plain ones. That's so I'm, I'm, I'm with him. I'm kind of a traditionalist in that way. Fair enough. But, um, yeah, my wife, my wife who is watching now, hello, Michelle. Uh, she said if we ever had a boy, she wanted to name him Jackson with an X. I was like, no, no God, way. No. Was he a UFC <laughs> fighter? He's <laughs> not even a UFC fighter. He's like a Mortal Kombat fighter. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I just, I. You could go the steel route and John Henry Oliver. Oh, John Henry. John Henry. I mean, that's a great name. John Henry is kind of like oh. a cultural figure. You you see my dilemma though here? It's yeah. true. Yeah, there's it's hard. too many names. It's tough. Especially with DC. It's tough. Because all kinds, like Marvel, yeah. there's all kinds of names, you know? Like, Solovar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Solovar. Solovar. King of Gorilla City. <laughs> Solovar well, Oliver. I told him my first choice, if we were to do one, would be Parker. But he doesn't want Parker. He doesn't want it to be Marvel. So um, Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you get the two R's. Parker Oliver is a little, uh, you know, wonky. You can't name him John Oliver because yeah. that's a guy already. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, you could. Hal. 
Hal is bad. Hal Oliver. Yeah. Hal's a little too. Jackson's pretty good. Moonface. <laughs> Moonface Oliver. No, his name, his name was Pieface. Oh, Pieface. Yeah, Sorry. which is super racist. Pieface. Yeah, in hindsight. <laughs> um, oh, Alan. Alan. Alan Oliver. Uh, that's not great. Alan yeah. Oliver. Yeah. yeah. Jay. It's too many L's. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so if anyone has suggestions. Okay. Comments, We're taking suggestions. Great. We're taking suggestions <laughs> officially. A DC first name that works with the last name Oliver. Oh, of a of a yes. boy. A, a, boy. Ma- a male's first name. Of yeah. a boy. Yeah. Okay. Yes. We're all in the case, Heather. We're going to name your damn kid. It's going to happen. Awesome. Thank you, guys. All right. Thanks, Heather. Good Congratulations. To Good to hear from you. Bye. Bye-bye. First official. <laughs> Darren Neely suggests Sinestro. Sinestro Oliver. I love it. Or Wayne. Kilowog. Kilowog. <laughs> That's a much more interesting oh, name. Oh, Kyle. Kilowog Oliver. Kyle Rayner. Yeah, Kyle Oliver. Kyle Oliver's pretty good. I don't mind Kyle Oliver. That's all right. That's a good one. I do like Kyle. I like Jackson, though. I'm sorry. I'm calling your BS. They never called him Jackson in Starman. Isn't his full name Jackson Knight? Well, maybe, but I don't remember them ever saying Jackson in, in any of the comics. I'm going to have to look that up. I don't know. Uh, Phone lines are open. Call in. we got to name a baby. I want to hear your new Batman. We've got the answers to the question of the week. What was... Uh, oh, David. Starman's brother was named David. Yeah, but again, that's really plain. David Oliver. He also died in the first five seconds of that comic. Mm. Oh, there's Honor. Honor Jackson. Mmm. Mmm. Honor's a good one. <laughs> Queen Oliver. That's a good one. Uh, <laughs> Queen Oliver. Ba- ba- Basil? <laughs> ba- Alfred? Alfred Oliver? Bane. <laughs> Bane Oliver. Uh, yeah. What about like, a, it doesn't have to be a hero, right? What about Jervis? Or Orion. Oh, Orion is good. Orion Oliver. Oh, man. That's, that's a rad name. Who's going to pick on that kid? Oh, Orion Oliver? That yeah, dude. You don't yeah. want to mess with He's Orion a pro wrestler. Oliver. Like, ladies and gentlemen, Orion Oliver. Oh, shit. Entering the Royal Rumble at number 30, Orion Oliver! <laughs> Thank you for calling THN cover to cover. Caller, who dis? Hey, nerds, it's Kyle Fox. Kyle Fox. Hello, Kyle. How are you today, sir? Pretty good. Kyle's always kind of Kyle's always sort of dialed back. He's well, look, he's probably he's probably running on pretty little sleep at the moment because the dude just had a baby. It's true. He's a new dad. Yeah, new dad. Yeah, I was. I I, I popped I popped in and and saw you guys were talking about baby names, so I thought I'd uh, call in and and, uh, just say hey. So, speaking of which, what'd you name your baby? Hazel Rose. Oh, that's adorable! I love the name Hazel. That's so cute. Yep. And, and everybody's happy and healthy, right? We're all good. Everyone's good. All right. Awesome. All right. We made we made a, really we made a pretty uh, bold presumption on the main show that yeah. your baby was born with all ten fingers and toes. I hope that's true. Yeah. <laughs> you like, you know, that is true. She's oh, like, oh, she's got webbed feet. She has one weird toe. <sighs> you know. <laughs> what do you want to rap about? None of this baby talk. You got your you got eighteen oh. years of baby talk ahead of you. Let's talk comics. I know, right? What do you want to rap I know, about? Right? Uh, well, I was just calling maybe for the question of the week. Okay. So, I don't know. I, I kind of really like the new um, portrayal of Spider-Man and Homecoming. Yeah. Like, I think that really nailed, uh, you know, who Spider-Man is. Without a doubt. Tom Holland, far and away the best Spider-Man we've ever had. No question. Right. I, yeah, I right. agree with that. Yeah, there's no question. And, and there isn't even right. an argument. Don't call in and argue you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, I'm just warning that guy. <laughs> I just think he brought a whole different vibe, you know, and made it a lot more fun. 
Yeah. And I think the way that Spider-Man is supposed to be. Well, in the sense, like, he's a kid, but he's not a little kid, you know? And he's a right. superhero, but he's still new to being a superhero, you know? And, like, all these other, like, Tobey Maguire just did not work. He was too old at the time for the role. And, like, I'm sort of acting like I'm a kid right now. Like, well, he was buying it, I Toby. Mean, he wasn't. We liked him at the time. He yes. was still too old for the role. Go back and look at it. It's weird. No, I know. I don't think those Raimi movies. And then really Andrew Garfield is a very good actor, but I would also say too old for the role. Like he was just too old. There's no way he was like a 26 year old kid playing a 16 year old. It it just didn't work. Uh, was he doing? Were they doing that in high school? Yeah, were those was, set in high school? He was walking around high school. Didn't work. Yeah, that's the thing. You you have these kids and or you know these these. These guys in their mid twenties, and you stick them in high school, and it just doesn't fit. You know, they're so out of place. You yeah. know, and the extras that they get are, you know, age appropriate kids, and it's just, it doesn't work. Yeah, it looks like they're narcs, basically. Right. <laughs> Hello, students. Would any hey, of you be willing to partake? In How do you do, fellow kids? Illegal substances. <laughs> Steve Buscemi scene from Thirty Rock. <laughs> Kylie, here a baby in the background. Is that our new friend? Uh, yeah. Well, she's in, she's in the other room, okay. but yeah, she's, she's, she's here. Well, I like the name Hazel, but we're just going to call her Shiara. Okay. We're going to pretend that's what you named her. Little, <laughs> little Shiara Fox. <laughs> Kyle. Well, I like, I like a really old fashioned name, right? I do too. And so I was reading through my comics cause that's what I do. Right. And so Hazel is in, um, Saga. Oh yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. She's a little girl in Saga. That's right. I forgot about that. I got to catch up on Saga. Yeah. I'm so far behind. Me too. Kyle, it's good to talk I'm to you. I'm behind too. We're going to yeah. open the lines back up and we will talk soon. All right, nerds. Congratulations. Thanks, Kyle. Yeah, congrats, buddy. The phone uh, line is open. So just checking in on the latest very serious suggestions in, uh, suggestions in the chat. Garfield. John Luttrell uh, <laughs> suggested Basil. <laughs> or Basil. Uh, Brion. Uh, Patrick suggests Mixius Pitalik. <laughs> JD got a catch. Hit us with Raish Oliver oh. Connor. Connor's pretty good actually. You have to be Connor Raish all Oliver. Raish Oliver. <laughs> no, yeah. Raish all Oliver. All right. Yeah. Come on. Uh, he also suggests Guy Oliver and Arthur Oliver. Uh, no, Justin is saying that Andrew Garfield was too old and too cool. Oh, I thought he was saying Garfield. <laughs> yeah, Garfield. <laughs> Andrew kid Garfield Oliver. <laughs> Thank you for calling THN Cover to Cover. Caller, who this? This is Ethan. Ethan. Hello, Ethan. All business today, I see, Ethan. <clears throat> How you doing, gentlemen? <laughs> doing okay. <laughs> what do you want to wrap Let's about? Let's get down to brass tacks, <laughs> shall we? <laughs> um, for one, I think Queen Oliver should definitely win. Okay. <laughs> and then, you can't uh, name your I little dude Queen. I mean, you it's can't. 2019, you, man. I'm sorry. My mind is open. It's fine. Yeah. But everyone's going to think you named him after the band. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> sure. It's like if I named my first kid Van Halen Bomb, you know, like it, people would expect it, but <laughs> it's dumb. <laughs> I would like that. <laughs> I don't think um, I'll defend Van Hagar. Well. Question of the week. Hit us. Question of the week. <laughs> Van Hagar Bomb. <laughs> Van Hagar Bomb. <laughs> So um, I was trying to think of my favorite portrayal. It's not necessarily one of my like favorite movies or shows, but uh, Cassidy from Preacher. I think that actor is just killing it. I just, will give you, I do not care for the Preacher show, but that actor is excellent in that role. 
Yeah, I agree. Yeah, he does a really I think good that's job. a difficult role that he's just like so embodying, you know, Cassidy's essence. It's it's really really well done. Yeah, very well cast. Definitely. I haven't seen uh, the third season. I've been I've always waited till the seasons were done anyway, and like go find them. So I need to check that out. So I don't even know if it's good or not. But the first two seasons, I was liking a lot. So. Yeah, I kind of gave up midway through the second. I was just it, not because it's necessarily a bad show, but uh, and I don't need it to be slavishly devoted to the preacher comic. But it's just not the preacher show I wanted to see. You know what I mean? Yeah. Call Very it something different. else. Do something else with it. But it's not. It feels like a waste to me with what they could have done, you know, which is too bad. But that's not to say you shouldn't like it. It's all yours. While I have you on the phone, I'm going to make you talk about this because I can't get anybody to talk about it. We need a new Batman. Who plays the new Batman? Ben Affleck is out. Who plays your new Batman? Huh. Right? This is hard. Right. Yeah. Joe I, Patrick's knee jerk reaction I, is Oscar Isaac. It's not knee jerk. I thought about it. I no, I, I don't. I wouldn't care for that. But like Batman's my favorite. And so it's just, it's so hard. I for know. Me. I don't really know. I know. Right. Um, huh. Yeah. I don't know. I'd have to think about that and let you know. And like, I'm not super picky about like, I don't really care who they cast for it because as long as like keep, keep him in the suit as much as you can, yes. you know, except when he's at the cave and just make it a like down to earth, gritty crime story. That's not world blowing up CGI. I that's totally like agree. all I care about. Totally agree. And I almost think that they can, and I said this on the other show, the character of Batman is so famous that if you put a very famous person in that role, it's like you have two personalities that you're trying to glue over each other and it gets just muddy. Like Tom Holland, we love as Spider-Man and Spider-Man is hugely iconically famous. Tom Holland, we didn't even know they got this kid. He'd been in a couple things here and there. They got this kid and put him in there and it just worked. And had you sure, grab- but Tom Holland was not nobody. He was an actor already. I'm not saying he was nobody, but like Andrew Garfield was very well known when they cast him and it just did not work. It didn't work. Well, and the a difference is actor. when someone looks at when someone looks at a guy and now they say, "Oh, that's Spider Man," instead of being like, "Oh, that's Ben Affleck." You right. know what I mean? So, yes, and that that's hard to do. That's what I'm but saying. Also, it makes a difference. Like we know Ben Affleck is a very talented actor, and he looked good in the suit. It was still Ben Affleck. I didn't look at it and go, "That's bad." Look, Batman's doing Batman. Like Ben Affleck is doing Batman shit. But that's not because Ben Affleck is famous. That's because Ben Affleck is not as good as he could have been. Yeah, I suppose that's true, too. Because Christian Bale was famous when he became Batman, and everybody loved him for it. Christian Bale is also a freak that can do anything. Yeah, but I'm saying it's all about picking the the right The guy played Dick Cheney. Like, you think that you want a lesser-known actor to play this icon, and I think that you're wrong. I think you're wrong. I think you're not going to get hyped for it. I think you're not going to get hyped for it. Well, this is productive. Yeah. This you, is a productive well, conversation. You're productive. <laughs> I want to, I want to give my least favorite portrayal too that came to mind. The one that's probably made me most angry would be, uh, Jesse Eisenberg is Lex Luthor. Yes, Absolutely. Oh my God. Number one with a bullet. It was so stupid. You took arguably one of the best bad guys in comics history, Superman's nemesis and reduced him to like a giggling ADD creator of Facebook, more or less. He left a jar of pee on Holly Hunter's desk. God, it was so stupid. Now that's not Jesse Eisenberg. That's a terrible movie choice. Yeah. But like, Jesse Eisenberg is is a great actor. What is this character? Yeah. 
what have they done? And like that monologue that he gives, it's like almost five minutes in front of a painting where he just like totally comes out of character for a little bit and does this bizarre monologue and then goes back to oh, Bruce Wayne, oh, me Clark Kent, oh. like fuck off. I would have preferred you, I, that. Actually, I would take I would take Jared Leto over Jesse Eisenberg. Jesse Eisenberg. Yes. Um, any day, even though I hate the Joker portrayal, but I'm like, you know what? That wasn't that wasn't because of Jared. It's no. the look of it. It was just a bad movie um, and a bad look. But, Jared Leto. I would take his Joker oh. over Eisenberg's Luther any day of the week. Yeah. Any day of the week. And it was almost Brian Cranston. I'm so mad. I know. He'd have been good. He'd have been great. Even perfect. Although I do picture Lex as a pretty buff guy. Not always. Like Lex has not always been dude. a buff dude. I know he hasn't always, but that's like my Lex. He's big, buff. He's the ultimate smart human being, and he don't need no Superman. He's gonna show you, you know? anything that doesn't look like he's like a a young guy. Like where yeah. he look because Jesse Eisenberg just has kind of one of those baby faces, like Michael Sarah. Right. Like he's gonna look like he's in his. In his uh, mid-20s for a long time. And so it's like, that's not, I don't know. Right. We all have our own preferences, but that's definitely not the look that I want for the most, like, dangerous, non-powered <laughs> yeah. man in, a, <laughs> yeah. in the world. Our next our next Lex Luthor is John Cryer from Two and a Half Men. Uh, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I would still argue with uh, a step in, a better step in the right direction. Uh, we, time will tell. Yeah. But. It's definitely not inspiring confidence. So John Latrell in the chat just said, Batman, Ryan Gosling. Nah, no. Mm, yeah. I, I think Gosling's too pretty. And like, I don't know. He's, just, he's not Batman. Uh, JD Got a Catch says Josh Hartnett as Batman, which is what you said on That's the main exactly show. That's exactly what I said on the main show. I would love Josh Hartnett. He's a big dude, square jaw. He can do the menacing. He can do like the sexy looking guy. He was excellent in Penny Dreadful. And like he, we can do the action. I think he'd be great. And he's a name that's just well enough known that people be like, "Oh shit, that guy's still working." Give him a chance to really shine. Yeah, he's not like super famous, right? Right. I think he'd be great. I probably would have went with Jake Gyllenhaal uh, just off the top of my head because I think he's so such a good actor. I do think he's do, good, like, actor. really dark and serious. So yeah, I just I don't know if I can see him in the suit. I feel like he'd look funny. Look, they could put anybody yeah, in the suit. Not, the suit's all padding. Big. Yeah, he's not a real big dude either. I mean, he's like an inch taller than I am, I think. So that's a problem, you know. <laughs> Tom Cruise is an inch taller than Cute you are, hell, and he's though. the biggest action star in the world. Yeah, but I don't want to be Batman. Oh, you'd probably be good at it. No, no. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no. He's a great action actor. No. I'll take Jesse Eisenberg as Batman. No, over don't Tom give Cruise. me that shit. <laughs> Have you watched those Mission Impossible movies? They are great. They are great. He's not Batman. He's great as Ethan, whatever his name is, in those movies. He's not Batman. No way. I'm saying he could be. No. No. Get out of here. You're out of your mind. All right. But this is going to break down into fisticuffs. So we're going to hang out with you. I apologize. But thank you for your call. <laughs> Good answers. Thank you. Uh, Ethan sent us a message on Facebook that we need to respond to. Okay. I just didn't want, I don't want you to think we forgot, Ethan. Yeah, yeah. We will handle that business off camera. Wink, you got it. Wink, we'll, wink. We'll, nudge, uh, nudge. We'll hook it up. All right. All right Sounds man, good, brother. Talk to you soon. The phone line is open. Uh, Justin Robert Fletcher says, wasn't John Cryer in Superman 2 or 3? Uh, he was, in fact, in Superman 4, The Quest for Peace. Yes. As Lex Lex's Luthor's nephew. nephew, Lenny Luthor. Why not just do it? Make him Lenny Luthor. That would be so much fun. Like, uh, Uncle Lex never took me seriously, but I made my money, you know, and whatever. So and they went the complete, uh, like, Supergirl 
uh, last season or earlier this season. I can't remember. I think it was earlier this season. I think it was earlier. This uh, they season. brought in Otis. Yeah. And he was this like handsome, tough, gun wielding badass. And I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. They have gone the opposite direction with casting so Lex stupid. Luthor. Yeah. It's like, yeah. So bizarre. John Cryer. Ducky. Uh, yeah. Otis could still be a punchy fag. Mr. Luthor. Right. Ah, yeah. Mr. It's Mr. Like- Luthor. <laughs> yeah. When they said they were bringing Otis onto small, onto Supergirl, I was like, yes, do it. And then it was this handsome dude. I was like, shut up, you guys. I just saw little Hugo joined. He's watching right now. Ah, uh, Hugo. Hugo's one of our Patreon patrons. I don't know where the kid's money comes from, but I will take it. Thank you, Hugo. We don't want, maybe we don't want to know. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to know. Hugo. Oof. He's a hard character. The phone line is open while we're waiting for you to call. Let's check some voicemails here. Looks like we have got one. Mr. James Kaplan. He's a smart uh, guy. Yeah, no, first is Mark Tarrington. Oh, I keep trying to skip that accidentally, but you know. Hello, <laughs> this is Bob from Earth 27 recording on behalf of Mark. You may be able to hear some chanting in the background. It is annoying. As it says incorporated. I'm out. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Where is this call at? Whoa! Thank you for calling THN Cover to Cover Caller. Who this? Hey, it's Clay the Nickname. Clay! All right, You're Clay still with the us! Nickname. Yeah. <laughs> Your timing is impeccable as always, too, sir. How are you today, and what do you want to rap about? <laughs> um, I, uh, actually, I guess... I haven't seen the question of the week. I assume it's something about the Batman casting. Well, we were talking about your favorite casting of a superhero. Not necessarily like the best, but like your personal favorite. And one character that they can just never get right, that they cannot cast correctly. Ooh, but we damn. are also okay, talking about Batman, to... if you have an answer. We are also talking about Batman. Like, who should be the new Batman? Yeah, I... Uh... I still don't know on that one. It's tough. Um, it's really. I, I would have said. Uh, uh, I would have said what's his name, the guy who's new Professor X and uh, and uh, Split. Oh, um, and uh, James McAvoy. James McAvoy. Yeah, I would have said him, but he's in too too many superhero things at this point. Yeah, so. I, I think he I is. Think. I think he's probably he got like a max of two. Yeah. After that, it gets ridiculous. I mean, you can do yeah. the Human Torch, you can do Captain America, but you don't get to do anything else, you know. Yeah, exactly. He was yeah. also in the losers. Yeah, the yeah, but he wasn't a superhero. Yeah, you know, he's a soldier. Whatever. I mean, my my favorite casting ever is still. Uh, God, it's too early on the West Coast. I'm I'm not thinking straight. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, what's his name? Is James J. Jonah Jameson? Uh, J.K. Simmons. J.K. Uh, Simmons. Somebody else J. called K. in Simmons. earlier with That's, that. Uh, it was it was too good. Favorite casting of all time, but uh, yeah, I I would say I don't know. I'll have to think about that a bit more. The main thing I was going to talk about is just how stoked I am for Umbrella Academy. Looks uh, good. It looks really good. I read a really bad yeah. review this week. Hmm. Read, oh no! Yeah, I read a really bad review that it's like they said it's beautiful. The imagery is great, but it is like a slog. Like they made it like too emo, too noir, too like gothy, and it's just hard to care about the characters, and it just felt like a slog. And that that's a maybe it'll be different from the perspective of a fan of the books. Yeah, could be because I'm I'm expecting maybe it should be dark and dour, and the kids are. I mean, it's a black comedy, kind of right. right? It's not like lighthearted, right? 
And the guy that wrote it yeah. was from the Watch podcast. He's one of Bill Simmons' guys, and that guy's a pretty good nerd. He knows his he's he's got okay. his nerd cred. So it worries me a little bit. I don't know. We will see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm I still mean, excited for it. I I do worry that it's going to be you know basically superhero haunting of Hill House. You like, right. You know, which I loved, but I I think you know having everyone just talk about their dysfunctional family and not actually solve any crimes or anything would right. be kind of a bummer. Yeah. yeah, And it's going to be a tough one to get right. It's going to be a very tough one to get right, but it yeah, comes out February like, 15th. Yeah. It's like next which week is two. It's the second today. So no. Yeah. Two weeks. Yeah. Four days I, from now. <laughs> I, I just saw from the trailer and everything. I, I thought that they nailed, you know, making it into something not ridiculous looking. No, absolutely. Uh, which I thought was, you know, I, I did not think there was any way that you could adapt that comic and make it, you know, an actually believable adult show right, and right. not like a cartoon or something. And they managed to do it. So, but I like, also didn't want to see it super vibrant and colorful. I'm glad they're doing it you sort know of like what? dark Look, and sepia tone. If I don't get that kid's head on a gorilla eventually, <laughs> yeah. I will be pissed. Yeah, Space Boy needs to be on yeah. a gorilla, a gorilla's body with a dude's head. I feel like they were keeping true enough to the rest of the stuff. I, I am curious. Uh, I am curious what they're going to do with the the villain. Um, yeah. Who's the, the main kind of uh, Joker yeah, type cause, guy. Because it looks like Ellen Page's have. character isn't going to have the same arc. Well. Yeah. I, I think she's too recognizable that... I mean, my, my only thought is that she's by far the biggest actress in it, so maybe it'll be sort of like a, 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 you know, Ned Stark in Game of Thrones thing where they kill her off in the first season or maybe, something maybe, like that yeah. so she doesn't yeah. come back. That's true. There's no rules anymore, um, so. Yeah. And, 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 and Ellen so Page ain't the Ellen Page she used to be. I think you can get Ellen Page cheaper now than you No, I mean, I'm not saying, I, I'm <laughs> not saying, I'm saying like based on what I've seen from the trailer, right. it looks like she's a more integrated part of like yeah. the family than the character that we know from the books and especially what happens to her well, and she, in the first story she arc. She was. And then the, when we pick up in the first story arc, it's like things had gone bad. So maybe we're seeing before that. Perhaps. I, see. And I think we yeah. are. I think this is prequel to what we got in the first volume of the book, is my guess. Yeah, it might be like six episodes in or mm -hmm. maybe more by the time you actually see the White Violin. Or the second season uh, is like, actually the first volume. I mean, we'll see. Or, yeah. Or yeah, that could be. That maybe, would be really cool. maybe they pull a preacher and it's not an ad adaptation at all. Yeah, that's true. We'll so, see. I kind of hope not. Yeah. They might be telling their it own could story. Be. I mean, they're cool enough characters that you can, you know, definitely do some other stuff. I mean, God sure. knows they should have had more books. Yeah. You know? No, definitely. I think you could just like pick up from the flashbacks that they have in that first volume and be like, we're going to tell that story. The flashback story. When they yeah. were kids, how we got to this point. And then we'll, the, then we'll show you the, the next story, which is volume one. I think that'd be really smart. Or, to do could, or they could, uh, kind of cut back and forth the whole season. That's Who true. Knows? That's true. Clay, it is always good to talk yeah. to you, man. I'm sorry. You got up so goddamn early yeah. for this. Though we appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> go, go. Yeah, my, my, I got up early because my band is literally going to shop for costumes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> nice. Well, that's good. I think now that you're filling yeah, in for Guar, I mean, like things are looking up, you uh, know, <laughs> more, more, more becoming, uh, more becoming Devo, I would say. Oh, okay. That's cool too. I'm a huge Devo. Guy. I approve. Yeah. Same. I definitely approve. Good, yeah. to, good to talk to you, Clay.
Yeah, good to talk to you guys. Take it yeah, easy, have a good pal. one, brother. Yeah, bye. Uh, Patrick, <laughs> Patrick in the chat says, Lowell was a pretty good Sandman as far as casting goes, and it took me a minute to realize that that actor's name is not Lowell, but no. that is exactly how I remember him, too, <laughs> as Lowell from Wings. Yeah. <laughs> His name is Thomas Hayden Church. Yeah. Uh, he looked the he, part. He, was he just, did play a good Sandman, yeah, but the story movie. was bad. Yeah, it's terrible. Um, but yeah, Lowell. Same thing. I, I, that guy from Coach is always Dauber. I don't care what his name is. He's Dauber. I believe Dauber is dead. I think he died. Is Dauber dead? I no, believe, he's not. I dead. think Dauber is dead. Look it We're up. Gonna fact check. Just ask Siri. We're is Dauber f- dead? Hey, hey Siri, is Dauber dead? Hey Siri. <laughs> Let's see if that works. Hey Siri, is Dauber from Coach dead? Did you accidentally summon me? <laughs> Siri doesn't know shit. Hey, Siri. Go ahead. Who played Dauber on Coach? No, 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 no. You just got to go, is Dauber dead? You're defeating the point now. Yeah, get her, get her out of here. Siri, yeah, Siri, you're here. so bad at this. Okay, let's go back to Ball. As a policy of encouraging cultural diversity in the workplace and the basement break room is used by employees for ceremonies and acts of worship. What is being worshipped is unclear. Signage has been placed in the area stating that it should be left reasonably clean and that blood, bodily fluids, ectoplasmic slime and similar materials should always be removed. You biological creatures always seem to be exuding something. I am sure it is unnecessary. The current break room sign replaces the previous sign which stated that the room should be left in the condition in which it was found. Given that it has been found to contain a gigantic centipede with a taste for human flesh on more than one occasion, this advice was not considered helpful. This week Mark has been listening to the King Mobcast. This is a monthly read-along podcast about the Grant Morrison comic series The, the King Invisibles. Mobcast. That's it. The podcast was mentioned by a previous caller to cover to cover, who yes. Mark would like to thank for the suggestion. The four hosts, Ryan, Zach, Kyle, and Brendan, have varying levels of familiarity with the Invisibles and the weird world of Morrison from having read everything to virtually no experience. Episodes are typically between 90 and 120 minutes, with each episode being devoted to one or two issues. The hosts discuss the creation of each issue, the content, and the cultural context. When a given issue is being discussed, there is no discussion of future issues, so the podcast does not contain spoil the series provided listeners read along at the same pace. Whether it is actually possible to spoil a series as bizarre as The Invisibles is questionable, but they avoid it anyway. Mark would recommend the podcast to anyone with an interest in Grant Morrison's work, and in particular to anyone with an interest in The Invisibles. Jesus Christ! (laughs) That is all for now. (laughs) Goodbye. Okay, the King Mobcast is the podcast he's talking about. Somebody on the... Somebody on the fan page follows the invisibles. The link to you, yeah. Okay, Dauber, also oh, known. I already, I already, I got it. Bill Faberbacky, Bill Fagabeefy is alive, and he was also the voice of SpongeBob's best friend, Patrick. Yeah, yeah Patrick he's, Star. He's Patrick. I didn't know that. Uh, yeah. So apparently, as of 2015, NBC had planned a revival of Coach. Really? Just like they've revived every damn show that was on when we were kids. Okay. Uh, Will and Grace is back. Roseanne was back for five minutes and now it's something else. 
Um, and he was going to reprise his role as Dauber as a recurring role. Uh, Jerry Van Dyke, who played Luther, I think it was his name. Yeah. The assistant coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was still alive at the time and he was going to come back. Uh, but Shelly Fabergé, who I think eventually died, uh, she had, was having health problems. Oh. She was the wife. She played Christine, his wife. So just do, yeah, coach, which wife? Oh, she died. Oh, brutal bummer. Next time on coach, you know, like whatever. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I don't know if this is actually still happening because this was three years ago. Okay, coach cast is over. Let's move on Uh, to James Kaplan. Excuse me, it's Dauber cast. Pardon me, Dauber cast. The Dauber fan cast. (laughs) James Kaplan, get us out of this, will you? Hey guys, James Kaplan here with an answer to my own question of the week about favorite and or least favorite portrayals of superhero characters in movies. Um, I have to start with Christopher Reeve, an obvious choice, but in my mind, he's the gold standard of superhero portrayals in movies. He physically looked like the character. He looked like a Kurt Swan or Jorge Luis Garcia Lopez drawing brought to life. And he really embodied the classic portrayal of both Superman and Clark Kent as two really distinctive characters. The other character that I think more than any other feels like he just stepped out of the pages of a comic is J.K. Simmons' portrayal of J. Jonah Jameson in the Spider-Man movies. Like, I feel like that was as close to perfect of a comic character brought to life exactly how uh, I imagined him from the comics. Uh, On the flip side, I don't think Hollywood understands the character of Dr. Doom at all. Uh, He's meant to be a dictator— a genius in both science and magic, and someone who truly believes himself to be beyond the concepts of good and evil. Um, In the 2005 movie, Julian McMahon is a perfectly fine actor, but he didn't convey any of that stuff. He was just sort of generic bad guy, I think. And then the the 2015 Fantastic Four movie was horrible for, you know, a hundred different reasons, but their complete and total misunderstanding of the character of Dr. Doom was was one of the most egregious things, like a grungy, disaffected computer hacker. Really? And you know, (laughs) the costume looked like a crash test dummy covered in pewter colored paint and decorated with Christmas tree lights, which, you know, is not really what Dr. Doom is going for. Anyway, you know, most movies, have been decent, but those are just a few at either end of the spectrum. Take care. Yeah, absolutely. Give me a dude wearing armor with a dress over it. That's just it. Give me Dr. Friggin' Doom. Like, it's, it's so easy. He's an egomaniacal lunatic. He's super smart. Like, he literally is a mustache twiddling bad guy. Put yeah. him in armor and put the cape on him. Yes. And everyone's like, no, that's too easy. My Dr. Doom is going to be a disgraced vet tech. That is, <laughs> yes. that is so vegan that he wants to take over the world. Like, cut, fuck off, you know? Right. <laughs> yeah, like, they can still have the storyline where he went to college in the States, and yes. that's how he knew Reed, because, yeah. hey, newsflash, royal family members from other countries come to school in America all the Happens goddamn all the time. time. And he's not interested in his royalty. He wanted to go and, and, and learn, and it turns out he's smarter than everybody there, and he's especially smarter than that prize student, Reed Richards. Why does everybody like him? You know, like, come on, I just don't even do know, it. I don't even know if, I don't know even remember if Doom inherited, I think he conquered Latveria. I don't think yeah, he, he comes came, from a royal family. He, uh, no, because he was from no, a family of gypsies. His mom was a gypsy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Gypsies is kind of racist these days. I apologize, but I don't remember the other name. His mom was a gypsy. 
Full on. She, it was like, it was super racist. She had like finger symbols and shit. <laughs> it was ridiculous. I think she was a belly dancer. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So Christopher Reeve is my answer for favorite. Obviously too easy. It, too easy. No, it's not too easy. It's the too easy. question is favorite. It's too easy. That's no such thing as easy. It's your favorite or your, or it's not. Look, you want to pick the easy one. That's fine. It's that's, my favorite. Okay. You picked the easy one. Good for All you. Right. That's fine. I got a better one. Harvey. Hey, nerds. Locust here. MP3 and in my answer to the question of the week, and I am going with Alan Cummings' portrayal of uh, Nightcrawler in X-Men 2. Really? I believe that, first of all, that opening scene was... I think a very fundamental uh, (laughs) diving off point for people, a normal audience to see what a comic book movie could do. That scene where he enters the white house and attacks the president and which I, you know, I'm sure a lot of us listeners out here right now would like to see that happen with the current administration. You can't say that over there. Where's Harvey? Not a threat. That scene though was so beautifully done. We do not have teleporting powers. Repeat. (laughs) To me, Alan Cumming is such a great actor and I really think he nailed the voice of Kurt Wagner. You know, he really got the accent down. He had the, the he had the had the facial structure, I want to say. I now okay, now this is how he's going to also this is also going to end up Nightcrawler is also going to end up being my secondary answer as to one that they haven't quite got right yet because Okay. Good. You're I mean, not let's completely face it, insane. The blue skin wasn't we, you know, I mean, granted, that's all we could get. Uh, time being, I don't, I don't know how make you know the ability to make him look fuzzy, yeah, like a peach fuzz would be really hard, I think, to pull off right now. But why the scars? So why, stupid. why make him a cutter? Yeah, it's so dumb. Um, and now with the new kid that's playing um, Kurt in the movies, I. There's just something that he's feels no, off about him. He doesn't even talk. I don't even know he's got any right. personality. I forgot Nightcrawler was uh, Where Alan, you know, really had the eyes down. I think this kid's eyes don't really look as good. And I don't know if that's, you know, I mean, that's just not his fault. I mean, it's not the kid's fault. But it, it's it's got to be something to do with the makeup or the contacts. Or maybe it's the CG versus the practical effect. I'm not sure. But so yeah, Alan Cumming and Nightcrawler are my answers. Uh, thanks, guys. Later. Yeah, I think he's totally right. Like, I think Alan Cumming is great as Nightcrawler, but I think he's the a wonderful way actor. The too. script portrayed Nightcrawler yes. was stupid. Yeah, he moved like him. He sounded like what I think Kurt probably sounds like. Sure, but at the same, he played time, him with a lot of heart. Right, but Nightcrawler is not this like fragile flower. I am so scared. No, Night Kurt. I mean, maybe at like, the beginning he could. Kurt been. is a smart, like driven. No, like I will give them that. This is Kurt when we are. F- First meeting him after he Fine. had been like tormented. Fine, but he wasn't cutting himself. But yeah, the cutting and the scars. No, yeah, that's I agree. Dumb. I dumb. Agree. Bad. And this should be so easy to get right. He's got a German accent. He's blue. He's got weird hands and weird feet. And he flips around. But when he was in action in that movie, it, it was cool. awesome. It looked cool as hell. Yeah. Yeah. They just had to fuck with it for some reason. Ugh. Uh checking in real quick with the chat. Uh Justin Fletcher says, I tried calling in, but I couldn't get through. Here's my answer. Mickey Rourke as Marv. 
Yeah, Mickey Rourke as Marvin Sin City was that was great, marvelous. Uh, and he says, as far as a character that they can't get right, wait a minute, where'd the rest of the is? Oh, there it is. The entire Fantastic Four. <laughs> yes, yeah. I agree with that as well. Yeah, without a doubt. Uh, Clay says, for Batman casting, I saw a suggestion for John Cho. Uh, if you don't know who John Cho is, he uh, he was either Harold or Kumar. He was Kumar. No, he was Harold. Probably. He was Kumar. I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> now that I'm saying it, he was definitely Harold. And I Harold think Kumar, and Kumar should go do it. Well. Uh, he also plays Sulu in the rebooted Star Trek movies. Yeah, he's great. Uh, he says, obviously, the nerds would uh, that would drive the nerds nuts, but I think it kind of works. I think John Cho is great. I think John Cho could probably kill it. Yeah. Why can't Batman be a different race? John Cho would need to bulk up a little bit. He's just gonna Yeah, get, again, he is kind of a spindly guy. John would have to he'd have to be get beefcaked, you know. All uh, right, final call. No, no, you skipped Jimmy Randall. Did I? Mm-hmm. I didn't even see Jimmy Randall. Well, here, let's do this voicemail because I got it loaded up, and then we'll do it. Two-headed nerd. Hey, nerds. This is BS3. How's it going? Figured I'd call and leave a message. I didn't leave a message last week when you talked about non-crossover crossovers. Because the only thing that stuck in my head was DC one year later, which I loved. Counts. It's compelling. Counts. But it wasn't quite a crossover. I don't know if it fit the mold. Counts. I didn't call with that. But this time, you wanted to know about good depictions on, on film. And I, I have an offering for you. So I, I think a lot of us think about really good performances, like Fred Molina as Doc Ock was awesome. Oh, my God. Uh, or, Wonderful. Or, uh, uh, who was, who's Dead Joker? Good, good Heath depictions, Ledger. right? But it wasn't really a comic book depiction. Uh, I think the best comic adaptation of a character um, was Jack Nicholson's The Joker, uh, which was really bizarre. Uh, in 1989, when it came out, I wrong. remember people's jaws dropped at the thought of Jack Nicholson as The Joker, but boy, were we wild when it happened. So that's my pick. And if you want to cast people for uh, good ghost depictions in film, I think Anthony from Brooklyn uh, might be uh, uh, a, a good selection for that. <laughs> Calling him out. Anthony from Brooklyn. Because he's a ghost. Okay. Yeah, where you uh, been, Anthony? Well. Be well. Stay warm, nerds. Bye. Uh, this call is notable for its most excellent Google transcription for when he said Alfred Molina as Doc Ock. Google thinks he said Fred Molino's cock. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I will give him. Jack Nicholson as a Joker was excellent. Yes, absolutely. Jack he Nicholson. Was excellent. Jack Nicholson was fantastic as that kind of silver agey. Yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, Mid eighties, and he was channeling like Cesar Romero as well from the TV show a little bit. Yeah, and like folding in like the terrifyingly insane Joker from the comics. It was great. He was like a he was like a prototype Mark Hamill pun- yeah. uh, Punisher. They were talking about Punisher <laughs> in the chat. Uh, Mark Hamill Joker, right? That like, yes, he's evil. Yes, you know he's probably killing people. For those of you who don't know, Mark Hamill was the voice of the Joker in Batman the Animated Series. In Batman yes. the Animated Series. Uh, you know, and yeah, you know he's killing people, but he's not like you're not seeing the Joker like cut throats. He's not like super dark. Right. He's right, not right. cutting off his own face. You know, it's just like. Purple suit, weird bow tie, yeah. sprays acid from his flower. Totally. If it was the comics, he'd be carrying a giant hammer. Right. That's that's the Joker to me. Yeah. And that was Jack Nicholson. He killed it. Totally yeah. agree. Absolutely nailed it. Jimmy Randall, final call, and then we're getting into us. G'day, nerds. Jimmy Randall, MP3, <laughs> question of the week. A lot of Here toilet humor. <laughs> first things first, I'm you know, <laughs> looking at pictures of America on the internet and Shit, you guys seem to be in a, a bit of trouble with some snow and cold weather. Yeah, well. <laughs> now, Thanos must have snapped because shit is perfectly balanced on my side of the planet. 
It is frickin' hot. Um, according to my calculations, to put it into Fahrenheit, I'm sitting in about 106 degrees Fahrenheit weather. Yeah, it's been crazy um, hot. I'm just going to do an experiment, open the window, stick my arm out. Yep, and it's on fire. So I just wanted to just talk about that, but God, what a fucking prick I am talking about the weather. Jimmy Randall Productions apologises for this boring shithouse dip in quality MP3 discussion. We now return to our usual high standard. Let's get down to the question of the week. So favourite on-screen portrayal of a comic book character, like who embodied the character the best? It's got to go to Carl Urban from Dread. Like that was actually, we don't want to talk about performances, but that's what it was all about. You only saw his mouth the whole film, just the lower part of his head. And he embodied Judge Dredd just seething hate and just wanted to dole out that vicious, violent, righteous justice just through his mouth. That was the best portrayal we ever got. And which one can they not get right? Well, that was easy. They've had two cracks at it, or three really. Um, Doctor Doom. I mean, how hard can it be? Just get a decent script, slap yeah. an actor in that armour where you can just see his eyes and boom, you've got it. There we go. Just see his eyes. Carl Urban would make a great Doctor Doom. Yeah, sure. he can act. 100%. a little bit of his face. I'm in. Sign this. Mouth. He I'm could in. do Doom with his eyes. That'd be sweet. Carl Urban for Victor Von Doom. 2020, whatever. All right, that's me. Sorry for talking about the weather. All right, love you guys. Bye. Bye, Jimmy. Love you too, Jimmy. You know what? I would watch Carl Urban as Batman too. He's old, dude. He's, yeah, he's old an older dude, Batman. but he still looks pretty damn good. His Judge Dredd was amazing. He was the law. Yeah, it was amazing. And Judge Dredd's another one that they've gotten wrong plenty of times. One like, time. Yeah, with Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> yeah, okay. Like, oh my God. Yeah. What a terrible choice. Just, uh, at least that movie had Rob Schneider. Did you say at least something had Rob Schneider? That's yeah. a sentence that no one has ever said out loud. Okay. And I'm not dissing Rob Schneider, you know, like I'm not dissing me for working, but no one has ever said at least that movie had Rob Schneider. Okay. <laughs> That's a terrible sentence. I'm making history over here. Carl Urban. Yeah, man. That's a great choice. Yeah, that's a great, great pick. I forgot about that one. Mm-hmm. So your pick was super was Yeah, and so let me Superman. Let me and, talk and, about yeah, it for a little course. bit. So So the question was who in our minds and hearts embodies the character. Uh, and for me, that is Christopher Reeve. No one like, yeah, you've got your JK Simmons, you know, he's a supporting character, the character though. And there have been great Batman yeah. and there have been great, uh, Captain America's sure. But Christopher no, Reeve, there's been one great Captain America, that's, but you know what I'm saying? Just one <laughs> singular, <laughs> but to me, Christopher Reeve was Superman. Of course. And not only Superman, but Clark Kent. And like he literally transformed himself just with his body language. There's that scene in uh, Superman the movie where uh, it's uh, it's uh, after, after Superman uh, takes Lois on his little flight and she's... Can you read my mind? She doesn't sing it. Right, but yeah, that's it. Uh, And uh, uh, she shows up forgetting that she had a date with Clark. Yeah, because he kissed her and took it away. No, that's way later. That's in like Superman 3 or 4. No, 2. It's in 2. Oh, Superman 2. Yeah, Yeah. you're right. Um, But yeah, so he shows back up as Clark and she's she's in a daze. And, uh, and so he reminds her, like, we have a date where we're going to get a hamburger or whatever. And she leaves the room to go get freshened up and he takes his glasses off. And I swear to God, he grows six inches. 
Like he straightens up and yeah, he becomes like, Superman. Because he's like, I'm going to tell her. I'm going to tell right. her. He's and like, then Lois, he's like, I have something to tell and you. And then he's like, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, right. And just in the, that 30 seconds, he yeah. becomes Superman with the simplest of movements. Yeah. And he will always, for me, be the best actor to play that character. Oh, most definitely. Without a doubt. Yeah. Wesley Snipes is Blade. Bang! <laughs> look, look. <laughs> His P was perfect. We he was per- like I can't honestly I don't know that you can make another Blade movie. You think he was Wesley better Snipes. than Sticky Fingers as Blade? Yes, I'm gonna say he's Blade, a little better than TV Sticky show. Fingers. Sticky Fingers, while I respect his rap career, <laughs> just didn't quite do it for me uh, as Blade. You're right. Snipes as Blade was perfect. Perfect. Yeah, you know, and he wasn't just like like he was that cheese ball '90s Blade that we right. had at the time, like. Pulled right out of the comics. Perfect. Leather yeah, jacket, like, swords. And this was before we had a whole bunch of like kick-ass CG. So that dude was doing that shit. Right. He was flying around, swinging swords, karate and shit all over the place. Like that yeah. dude was in amazing shape and doing that. Like they did the Crouching Dragon uh, shit in Blade 2. But in Blade 1, yeah, he's just like- It's just him. Smashing people. Yeah. Um, oh, man. Uh, like we made a lot of we made a lot of cracks uh, about guys being a little old for for things these days in this episode, but I don't give no shits. No, give me another Wesley Snipes Blade movie. Absolutely, I will take it. Absolutely, I will I lo- take it. Blade one and Blade two are fantastic. Mm-hmm. There is now Blade three, piece of shit, but one and two were so great. Yeah, so fun, so much fun. And like I was at that age where I was reading those stupid Blade comics and thought that they were like pretty extreme and cool. And like then Wesley Snipes just did it. Absolutely did it. And it was violent and it was awesome. I and, saw oh. I saw Blade One in the theater with my sister. <laughs> with my teenage sister at the time. Uh I, I friggin' loved it. Yeah, it was great. I love that movie. Okay, character they can't get right. Uh I think Lex Luthor is a pretty good example. Lex a lot Luther. of people have said Lex Luthor. But they did get Lex Luthor right before. Gene Hackman's Lex yes, Luthor was but excellent. That was 40 years ago. You just and, picked you picked Reeves. I get it. <laughs> But I think, but, but I like, I'm saying they have gotten it. There have been other attempts. There have been other attempts at Superman on screen and they're not all bad. No. Tyler Hashlin is great as Superman. Kevin Spacey wasn't bad as Lex Luthor. Kevin Spacey was just aping Gene Hackman. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, and even Henry Cavill for uh, as much as I pan those movies, I think he would have been good given the right material. No, I think so. Yeah. But, um, Lex Luthor is a character that I don't think that they have gotten right outside of the animated series since Gene Hackman. As far okay, and if you want to say that Gene Hackman's Lex Luthor was still pretty silly and not necessarily the but Lex Luthor, but for the that Lex at the time, right. That was the Lex. That yeah. was Lex. But I'm saying they have gotten Lex right before. They absolutely yes. have. There's no argument. I'm saying they've never gotten Ghost Rider correct. Never. That's fair. And Ghost Rider should be so fucking easy. It should be so easy. And I'm not talking ghost driver. No, I know. I get ghost it. Ghost rider. This should be the easiest. There should be demons. There should be devils. Ghost riders should go and kill them. You know them. who would make a great Johnny Blaze? Who? Carl Urban. <laughs> well, you sure. <laughs> I don't disagree. Ryan Gosling would make a great oh, Johnny Blaze. Oh, shit. Ryan Gosling would make a great Johnny Blaze. He'd Blaise. be great. He's got that far away look in his eyes. Good looking guy. He's kind of quiet. He's just trying to stay out of trouble. He's already done the kind of stunt driver thing. Right. He wakes up. In the middle of the night on the side of the road, not knowing how he got there. The bike is there and it's like, oh my God, what happened? What did I do? And he has to try and retrace his steps, you know, and it turns out like he broke up, you know, uh, a human trafficking ring, like these 
coyotes that were bringing, you know, women and children from Mexico sure. and their mouths are duct taped just like Donald Trump says they are, you know, and like he mortalizes them and man, it would be perfect. It'd be so fucking easy. Instead, we get two goddamn Nicolas Cage movies. He eats jelly beans out of a oh, martini glass. God. <clears throat> just Awful. Character. So stupid. And I'm sorry, but the ghost driver on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. sucks. No, he was good. No. You're wrong. No. He was good. It was dumb. I don't need it that character. A, no. It doesn't need to be on that show. Oh, my God. They didn't use him right. You don't even watch that show it regularly. It no, was it dumb. was good. He I, was good, and it was good. Uh-uh. No. Yes. No. It was. <laughs> I hate it. All yeah, right. Because that season, that season had like it had all kinds of supernatural shit in it. It had the Darkhold in it. I know. I know. Yeah, of and course. And that was dumb too. And I didn't like the Darkhold back in the day. It was stupid. Agent Shield. Oh don't my need, god. I need to be dealing with that shit. It's dumb. Whatever. I hate it. You're an idiot. Whatever. <laughs> I'm taking the last word on this one. Okay. Let's get into our new question of the week. Let's all set right. it up for these jerks. All right. All right. All right. Hold all right. We're done fighting for now. For now. For now. We're going to fight a whole for bunch now. off camera in a little bit here. <laughs> uh, TD Dubs. Hello, TD Dubs. What up? Sorry, the script refreshed and I lost it. I had it open. W. I got it open. You want me to read it? I can do your damn job. I got it right here. All right, all right. Our new question of the week comes from our good buddy Chase Magnet. What is one superhero comic, superhero, that you wish was added to high school English curriculums? What superhero comic do you think should be taught in schools? Cowboys of Moon Mesa. Superhero comic. Oh, sorry. I mean, they were kind of superheroes. Defenders of Dinatron City. Okay, the Defenders of Dinatron City. Yeah. <laughs> street Sharks. Yeah, it's definitely Street Sharks. <laughs> SWAT cats. Yeah. Like, well, we can do, we they can do fought, this all they day. Fought, they flew fighter, fighter, fighter planes. They fighter. flew fighter pilots. They flew fighter pilots. <laughs> all right. This show is over. We are getting out of here. <laughs> Thanks to everybody that tuned in. Uh, you don't have to necessarily tune in to answer this question. You can do it at any time. You can send us an MP3 to twoheadednerd at gmail.com. You can call us at 402-819-4894 and leave a message anytime during the week up until, you know, next week's show. And we will play it and we will talk about it and it will be fun. Thank you for Heather for rejoining us. Yeah. I hope we helped you with Listen, some baby names. She liked Connor. She's chimed in in the chat. She liked Connor. Connor Oliver's isn't, isn't uh, bad at all. I, I like that ja name. I think Jackson and Connor are our two biggest winners. Uh, I also like Kyle. Connor Hawk, one of my favorite characters of all time, too. Uh, also, Connor Kent. So it got double, double I'm, meaning. I'm going to go with Connor Hawk. You can go with Connor <laughs> Hawk. But I'm saying it fits the theme if you named your daughter after Supergirl. I suppose that's true. Connor Kent. Yeah. Yeah. That's not bad. I think that, that might be for the win. Connor's good. Connor Oliver. All right. We just named your baby. Fuck, that was easy. I didn't know naming kids Shit. was this easy. If you got a kid that needs a name, give us a call. <laughs> Not a problem. 402-819-4894. <laughs> uh, JD got to catch says, I hate it when mommy and daddy fight. Look, JD. Oh, please. That's it, all ain't, we, it ain't real. It's all we do is fight. It's all for ratings. <laughs> <laughs> all right, kiddies. Thank you to everybody that called and played today. Uh, that was a lot of fun, but right now we got to get out of here. We get these stupid real lives we have to tend to. So this is a two-headed nerd signing off. Ha, 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 ha.